Welcome, everybody, to the Robert John and the Wreck podcast. We are a five-piece rock and roll band from Orange County, California, that travels the world eating local foods, drinking local drinks, and melting faces. I'm Steve. I'm Henry. I'm Andrew. Uh, I'm <laughs> I'm Robert. I'm Warren. I'm Manny. <laughs> and this is episode yeah. number 71 and our Christmas episode and our uh, one of the last episodes of the year. Closing out, almost closing out yeah. season two here. It's pretty crazy. And yeah. today's special guest, we've got him here on the screen for all of you on Facebook, Mr. Manny Montana, all the way from Estepona, Spain. España. And uh, welcome, Manny. Welcome. Glad to be here, guys. Good to see you all at the same time. Yeah, man. (laughs) Been a long time. Yeah, it's been a minute. So if you've listened to the podcast before, you know that Manny is the person, uh, the gentleman, El Jefe, that gets us around in Europe, got us to Europe, and uh, takes care of us and keeps <laughs> keeps all our asses in line on the road. <laughs> Showing us and all of... And safe. And, safe. and gets us there safely. Yeah, yes. Always, man. We love you and we miss you, man. I miss you guys, too. So how's, how's everything going over in, uh, in Spain? You just got there a couple days ago, right? I got here uh, last Tuesday... And things are going pretty good. I mean, besides people wearing masks like everywhere else, you wouldn't know that something's going on because, you know, bars, restaurants, shops, you know. But besides the masking, seeing the occasional jar of disinfectant, pretty much the only thing that uh, remembers you that uh, we're in this, uh, this crisis right now. But I guess they had like a couple of months ago. But now they seem to be all right. I mean, it's better here than in Belgium, actually, mm. or than in Germany or England or France. So they're doing quite well right now. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and last time I talked to you, I think, was before you left for Spain, and you said you weren't sure if you could even go yeah. this year. No, actually, uh, they said we could not leave because, like, just a few days before... Uh, I was scheduled to, to fly in here. Just, oh, nobody can go out, nobody can fly there. And then the Chile. And finally, I could fly here, but when I return, I have to go into a seven-day quarantine. And I don't care. That's fine, you know. <laughs> I don't have to be anywhere anyway. So, <laughs> yeah, that's cool. I'll take it. How is it uh, for you guys over there? Are you guys pretty much allowed to go drive around and stuff? or? Yeah, um, I mean, we can... Uh, we can go from point a to point b yeah a lot of the restaurants and bars are closed or they are saying no and they're open you know it's the yeah there's some that are open some that are closed which is kind of the yeah. weird part in like, belgium in belgium all the bars and restaurants are closed for about five six weeks six weeks now already yeah i mean the only issue you're out in the street but now it's winter over there you know so it's either you're in the rain or the cold wind or so it's not really appealing <laughs> to go and have a coffee so, you know, that's why I'm happy to be here in Spain and get a, co- get a coffee and some sunshine, you know? Yeah. And I feel like a normal person. And um, then get a mojito. And get a mojito. Yeah. And after that, go get some amazing Indian food. Some seafood. I already did that, and I'll yeah. go there on the season. <laughs> Fuck yeah. 
Um, it's been funny here. I feel like I live in Orange County and everyone else lives in Orange County. So they've been like two different planets where everything in LA County is closed and then LA, everything in LA, Orange County is open until December. And then once December hit, all the numbers started going up and then Orange County started closing like LA County did again. Um, yeah, so now most of California is, you know, no outdoor dining, uh, restaurants being shut down and stuff like that. And you just see less people out and about. Mm-hmm. Unless you're Christmas shopping, then, then that's, no one cares. Everyone's <laughs> everywhere. The malls are open. I mean, I know, so it's so bad. Like, you go to those huge shopping, shopping malls here, it's like filled with people. But then they, then they close bars. I mean, I'm talking about Belgium. Like, everybody's out and shopping like crazy and being on buses and trains and interacting. Every, but no, you cannot go have coffee. No, you can't. That's it. Yeah, yeah it's, the odd, it's the it's one odd thing they cho- they're choosing to pick on because I think it's the only thing they can do, you know. So you can't shut choosing down to Target. pick on this industry. You can't shut down Walmart. No, no way. <laughs> Walmart. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, silly. It's crazy, man. Like, and there's so many different rules everywhere you go. So we're supposed to be like a, the European Union, gigantic fuck up. I mean, nobody's doing the same thing. Nobody's doing the same thing. Like even Belgium, which is a super small country, as you know, we're like East Flanders will not do the same thing as West Flanders, and even the mayors <laughs> in cities will agree on the same thing. So it's like from one city to the next, it will be different. It's like, wow. wow. Yeah, it's a gigantic cluster fuck. That's kind of how it is here with with, with the states and stuff. Yeah. Like every, everybody's doing doing different stuff, and nobody's well, nobody's got it figured out. Just yeah, no, because, you know, it's just like the still thing that the virus will stop at. Like, oh, at the border of the town, it's going to be different <laughs> from the next town. It, yeah, it makes That's no sense. Like, they they uh, issued a curfew here and it's like oh everyone knows the virus only spreads after 10 p.m so yeah <laughs> it's a, it's, a vampire. it's getting very tired it needs yeah. to go to sleep for you know get its eight hours before it's ready to come back and, infect more people. Rules. <laughs> and they don't tell you the real rules or like what the thinking is behind it it's just like there's a curfew to stop coronavirus because you know x y z they don't no one's explaining anything it's just it's a bunch of rules <laughs> yeah it doesn't make much sense because uh i mean the the rule for the for the curfew, I'm guessing, is like people will stay out and drink, and the more you drink, and will start touching and re- removing masks, and that's that might accelerate the spread. That's that's a theory, but you know, not as many people are outside at night than during the day. So you know, I mean, I don't know. It's I'm not. It doesn't make much sense to me what they're doing. You know. But, what can what can we do about it? Nothing much. Yeah. What I could do is like get on the plane, come to Spain, and fuck. Good <laughs> <laughs> call. Oh man, I had it. Well, speaking of that, Steve, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking. So this was funny. I, I woke up uh, kind of still drunk from last night, um, about an hour ago. <laughs> And <laughs> um, and now I'm back to it. So I'm drinking a Truly. Uh, this is the uh, Blueberry Acai. 
truly, which is very nice. I'm a big fan of bloobs. Um, show me your bloobs. We'll hashtag that and slap it on a t-shirt. But uh, <laughs> it's good. It's nice. It's it's refreshing and crisp. I was drinking a coffee before this, and then I took a sip of this, and it was. I was telling the guys it was kind of like uh, biting into a skittle, thinking it was an M M&M. and M. And now I'm just on the uh, on the skittle train. So, Henry, what do you got? Um, initially I had water, but then I saw you guys were drinking and I was like, I can't stop myself anymore now. So I'm drinking this, uh, Brewery West pop. Yes. Uh, it's an unfiltered Pilsner. So it's not like, you know, super heavy. Um, it's really good. Wow. So unfiltered. Good, Henry, I know I hate you drinking Pilsner. <laughs> <laughs> but I like them. Is this to upset me now? But I like them. No, Henry, a okay. couple of weeks ago, Henry brought over, uh, that, that was the one that you brought over to my place, right? Uh, yep. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man, those things are delicious. Yeah, it's it's delicious. I, feel I like have a I'm, question, though. Yeah. The So you say it's an unfiltered Pilsner. A Pilsner, yeah. to me, is already a, a kind of a light beer. How right. much different is an unfiltered Pilsner versus well, like You just... can see that this is kind of hazy. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's kind of like I would equate it to that sort of thing, like a, like a regular IPA versus a hazy IPA. Is my guess. I don't know. I don't know exactly what they're not filtering out, but it tastes pretty good. Whatever it is, nice. so whatever that difference is, uh, <laughs> guessing that's what it is. The haze. Um, and and it definitely looks like you know a standard pilsner is definitely you know way you can see through it way more than this. So, but it's good. It's not like too crazy. Uh, it's it's light enough that it sort of makes sense at this hour (laughs) (laughs) it's a breakfast beer yeah it's a breakfast beer which not a lot it's christmas week (laughs) exactly it's christmas week let's all throw caution to the wind and do all the things that we only reserve for this time of year exactly how about you andrew i'm drinking coffee um, I'm trying this new brand of coffee called Lavazza, which is Italian, and yeah, um, that's great. I think you just see it at a bunch of restaurants and stuff like that. I've never had it before, though. And then Manny, oh, this is exciting. So I've been jealous of Manny's espresso machine since we went over there, and I knew that it existed. And I tried to find the exact same one, and I couldn't get it because it only runs on 240, so you couldn't get that brand or whatever. And they're all pretty expensive. They can go up to like a thousand bucks. So I've been trying to find one in the couple hundred dollar range to see if I can get it on sale. This year, at the end of the year, I used a bunch of my credit card points and I bought myself a super automatic espresso machine. Nice. So after Christmas, I'll be doing coffee tastings. That's (laughs) it. May, you've inspired me to up my coffee game. Excellent. So thank you for that. May, what are you drinking right now? I'm having a, I'm the classic Jack and Ginger. Yes. With huge ice cubes. Cubers. <laughs> Spanish gold. That's actually funny. Do you want to explain what that means? Because I, I think some of our, uh, you know, U.S. fans that are watching right now might not know that inside joke. Yeah, it's some, uh, let's, if you drink a Jack and Coke uh, in Germany, Gaming glass with the, the tiniest ice cubes, if you get an ice cube, 
And it's like an ice cube, and by the time it hits the fucking Jack and Coke, it will evaporate. And you get a warm drink, basically. And here in Spain, they have these gigantic ice cubes, and I'm not kidding you. Like, check out those motherfuckers. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. It's huge. They <laughs> fill a glass with that, and the glass is huge, of course. You know? And you know the Spanish pour as well. That's another story. Yeah. Yep. But, uh, yeah. So they got, they got it. Big drinks, ice cold. How I like it. What can I say? I expect no less. There is it's a, uh, the same. In France, too, if you ask for an ice cube, like, they look at you like you you insulted them. Like, <laughs> a cold jacket. Oh, man. I, I remember oh, we were. You're special. You want an ice cube. <laughs> you want to be special. No, I just want a cold drink. Like, damn. What was it? What was that one place that we played that uh, we got there and we, we were like, yeah, like, do you have any ice? They're like, oh yeah, like the beers are upstairs, but they were just all like on the table and warm, oh God, and there was yeah. a fridge upstairs. Like they had a refrigerator, yeah. but nothing was actually in the fridge. No, and like we couldn't get any ice, and so many many ended up going to the gas station, and they sold like five kilo bags of ice at the gas station for like yeah. one euro. <laughs> Yeah, it was like super warm. It was like over 40 degrees Celsius. <laughs> and it was super warm. And inside it was warm. And we did not have like cold drinks. Yeah. I said, Do you have any ice cubes? And he was like, Oh, it's impossible. Like, <laughs> ice cubes, man. It's like in every shop. You know, it was a Sunday, though. I have to give him that. Yeah. I mean, but you can't find ice cubes. I mean, oh, no, it's, it's not possible. So I got like irritated irritated a little bit. I jumped into the van, drove to the nearest gas station. It was two minutes away. Got two huge packs of ice. Got back to him saying, hey. so, you know. and we got great cold drinks for the rest of the evening. Yeah, man. Great. And you saved the day for our sanity yet again. When Manny takes care of us on the road, that's, yeah. that's what we're talking about. He provide. He makes sure that. We have it's ice. one of it's one of the small details that I think are important. <laughs> ice uh, when it's summer, it's warm. You just want a cold drink. What's yeah. wrong with that? And if you do not drink beer, you know, you're like, oh, but the beer is cold. Yeah, but I do not drink beer. I want a Jack and Coke. So yeah, you cannot. You know, if you a warm cold, no, thank you. <laughs> oh well. Uh, one of the other things about Spain that we always talk about is the Spanish pour that Manny's always talking about. And that is, if we the go Spanish to bar. a uh, bar, a hotel in Germany, they have all of their liquor bottles set up with these things that pour exactly one ounce out, and a bartender can never overserve anybody. And so, oh, yeah. drinks uh, cost twice as much if you want to get a double. And then, <laughs> uh, there's no way to get hooked up like you would in an American bar. Like if you know the bartender, they basically just pour you a double for a single because they know you're yeah. going to tip well. But uh, <laughs> Manny, you want to talk about well, the Spanish pour? How the pour I think, Spain? I, yeah, I think a normal, if you order Jack and Ginger, for example, a normal, the dose of Jack will be like a quadruple at least. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> at least. It's, it's literally like half the glass. They fill you up, they set you up. And it's the same for rum or any other, or vodka or any, yep. any other uh, hard liquor. They 
they got their shit together here, man. That's all I can say. <laughs> Out of Spain. <laughs> I I love it because it's it's like they start pouring and then they start asking you how your day is and how you've been since last <laughs> yeah. time. <laughs> You're yeah, just catching up the right. Oh story. shit! Yeah, uh, here you go. <laughs> yeah. And if, it's like they forget about it. Like, oh, stop, stop, stop. stop. Yeah, we'll just, we'll just scoop that up, put some more ice in, yeah. And they, they look at you and they give you that little smile, you know, that little smirk, and yeah. Okay. It's hospitality. It's the way yeah. it should be. Yeah, That's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah, I haven't seen Ricky. I mean, it's the point here in the, the low you guys played, actually, uh, once or twice. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, he's closed right now because he cannot do shows, you know, so I haven't seen him yet. So uh, I hope to, to run into him uh, in the next few days. Yeah. yeah, it's rough. Well, you gotta you gotta give him our love, man. When you see him. Yeah, tell me say hello. Yeah, I will. He's a cool dude. He always take, takes care of uh, the bands that come through here. He's a really lovable guy. Yeah. Yeah, I miss I miss so many people, man. It's like it's been nine months of this craziness. I miss all the people around Europe that take months, you know. It's, it's just put your life on hold. Yeah, I want it back. Well, and, yeah. and yeah. Manny, this has got to be the longest that you've been off the road in like decades. Twenty-five years. Yeah, twenty-five years. Yeah, yeah that's crazy. Yeah, I've been in Belgium for such a long time. In months after uh, months, one after the other, you know, never ever. Drives <laughs> <laughs> yeah. me nuts. So I was happy to I know, get uh, for, for a couple of weeks to come. I know yeah, Amanda I and I were fighting a lot when it came to that. <laughs> it was like, I'm not used to being home so much, uh, you know. And we were just getting fights every five minutes. And she would keep being like, can you just go back on tour, please? <laughs> can't deal with you anymore. <laughs> Which doesn't help the argument because we can't right now. It's like, that's what I want to do. Yeah, I was like, I would love to. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I can I can relate to that because uh, I mean a lot of people's uh, relationships have have been pushed to the limits. Yeah. With all this, one of my sons came back uh, to live at our house, you know, because uh, it just didn't work out in the first lockdown, and uh, so they got they separated on amicable terms apparently, <laughs> which is cool, school girl too. But uh, you know, the only one is, and that's like. A, even of the least, the least of the worst, because more people got sick and depressed and mm-hmm. ended up having, you know, going to see psychiatric people, some getting some help, and like that's uh, and, and that is for for a long time. I think. I mean, some people will probably not, never get out of it psychologically, you know. So uh, that's uh, I think the effects of all that's happening now will will stay with us for a long time. I'm afraid. So, yeah. That's why we try to keep up doing stuff like this is because it just keeps some routine going, you know, which yeah. is like really important for all of us to just, okay, well, we're, we know what we're doing on Monday. We know what we're doing on Tuesday. We know what we're doing on Thursday. We're not just sitting around, you know, doing nothing. We got this. This is still usable time. We got to use it doing something. So. Yeah, I always say um, when, uh, when, when you're used to our lifestyle, if I can call it a lifestyle, to go on the road for as long as we do sometimes. I always say, you need to be a little crazy to stay sane. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. what me nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, we got to turn uh, that into a song, man. That's that's a, 
That's a country song waiting to happen, man. You gotta be a little crazy to stay safe. Robert, your pen. On it. Uh, I'm writing that down. Just so we don't uh, forget about this, Robert, what are you drinking? Oh yeah, I I lost track. Yeah, we just got um, off a of track, but uh, that's wow. good. There were awesome stories. You know, it, it is earlier here than normal, so I'm not drinking whiskey because I still have things to do um, after this. And I also realized uh, a lot of people from Europe uh, are tuning in and hanging out with us today, which makes what I'm drinking even worse. Because um, <laughs> even in America, I don't think this is a uh, an acceptable thing to do as a as a connoisseur of good alcoholic beverages. But it's all I had in the fridge because I haven't updated it in a while. I'm drinking this uh, Michelob Ultra. <laughs> um, it's, it's not something I, I would encourage anyone to go buy. Um I, I don't support it, but it's all I have. And before I got to the point of talking about it, I already drank it because it's so light. So I'm going to go grab another one because, once again, I mean, why? I don't know. Um, so thank you, Michelob, for being the last stand. To to be fair, Michelob Ultra is like – it's a nice day-drinking beer for sure because it, it is light. You don't get super – like full off of it, and it's Houston and it's locale, right? right? Yeah, I w- I would I definitely choose. European, I would definitely choose Michelob over Keystone. Record right now. <laughs> I know. Seeing I, Robert drink a Michelob Ultra. I'm sorry, everyone. I really deeply apologize for this. Uh, I'm I'm sorry, but I'm going to go get another one because it's all I have. <laughs> Were you drinking a uh, Michelob? Yeah, Robert. Yeah, actually, I like Michelob. When, when I used to drink beer, still. Uh, when I was in the States, I, I drank Michelob, but I liked it. It's wine. Well, it's that's Michelob. why I'm drinking it, man. I'm drinking it for yeah. you. It's, it's, it's not horrible. It's not horrible by far. Yeah, and it's light. Yeah. Well, thanks, you have a lot of support, the support from the chat, too. All right. Well, I'm going to go grab another one of those while Warren tells you what he's drinking. Well, He's like, I remember when my son came out to me. <laughs> no, I'm, <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just joking. It's just a beer. It doesn't matter. Yeah, uh, sorry, War. It's all good. What's up, Roland? Um, I am drinking something called an Izzy. It's a sparkling water. It's clementine. Oh, yeah. Fruity, pretty sugary. Not very fun. No alcohol. Although it'd probably be very good with alcohol in it or like as a mixer. But, um, you know. It's uh, it's a little fruity. I also have a Lacroix over here too. I'm kind of just oh, okay. <laughs> War, it's weird to Double see you here or pizza. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know. My, hey, my, my goal is to have my pizza tattoo before I come back to Europe. So, so mark my words. Mm. Get my pizza tattoo before. Full pizza back. or just a slice? Uh, just a slice right now. I don't know. It depends what the artist does in the actually, moment. Actually, that's a good idea. You should do like a slice and like have different tattoo artists add other slices into it. Get like a full oh. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Wow. That is really cool. Uh, that's a true pizza lover's tattoo collection. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> you should get the slice downwards on your chest and then get a full chest piece with like a bunch of old English and stuff like that on it. <laughs> With like all the top things, names, and stuff. But you gotta, yeah, you gotta leave your nipples really as pepperonis. Oh yeah, yeah, totally. It's just to make your pecs look bigger, dog. Because then, <laughs> <Yeah>. it defines <laughs> your shape a lot more. <laughs> oh, oh, that's hilarious. And Warren, I still did not try the pizza machine, man. 
Yeah, the pizza vending machine. You can buy one for eleven thousand. It's like a couple of blocks away from my door is like a pizza vending machine. Open all, all the time. Just go there and it's like nine euro for a pizza. And they have like one that's spicy, it says. I have to try that one. Ooh, that is so, so cool. Side note for anybody who doesn't know. We we found this thing. I love pizza, obviously. Um, we found this thing. It's a pizza vending machine, and we were joking around with it. And I think we sent it in the group chat to the band and Manny. And Manny actually has a pizza vending machine in the town that he lives in, yeah. blocks from where his house is. <laughs> so that's incredible. I'm very excited to get one next time we get back there. And every time I drive past it, I'm, I'm thinking like. <laughs> Oh, this is so perfect. Like when you come back from a show at night, you know, and you get a pizza. It's awesome. Oh, but yeah. Get it. <laughs> Especially there because everything's closed, you know, after like 10 p.m. So having some kind of vending machine would be awesome. Here, like, you can go to a 7 Eleven and get a pizza now or something like that. That's terrible. And yeah. that's actually like made fresh for you. So. We're going to be big early investors in the pizza vending machine. <laughs> Robert John and the Wreck Pizza. Yep. No pun. You know what you want? Here it is. Well, what's what's funny, too, is that, like, we when we play in Estepona, we don't even normally start until at least 11 or 11.30 at night or later. Later sometimes. I've, I've had shows here that start, like, at 1 o'clock at night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because wow. Ricky's like, so I was like, Ricky, what time does the show off? 10 30, maybe. <laughs> we go for dinner. You get there, eh, push it back 15 minutes, and then another 15, and then yeah. it disappears for half an hour. And comes back. <laughs> oh, we'll start at midnight, and then you end up later. And then the show ends at 3 o'clock at night, and by the time you get out of there, it's 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And at 8 o'clock, you have to go back on the road to drive 600 kilometers. <laughs> But at least he got pizza and a vending machine. <laughs> that that sounds like such a great plan to to, to just be able to get pizza yeah. at five a.m. But I would take it immediately right now. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I mean, yep. sounds shitty, but I'll sounds take exciting. It right now. <laughs> that sounds exciting. Yeah. Cool. Well, you want to listen to some music? Yeah, yeah. Henry, yeah. What do you got for us? I think um, I think this is this is, and I think this is partially an homage to our guest today uh, because he he's actually sent me a lot of cool artists uh, over the last couple years, um, which I thank you very much for that, Manny. I I really appreciate uh, you sending me that stuff um, today, and and I just really kind of dug into their material this year, actually. Um, Especially once once the whole quarantine thing started, I started really listening to a lot more music. Um, so today, I am going to talk about uh, Black Pumas. Nice. Yeah, and he told me about them a while ago, and uh, I yeah, I just I just started getting into them this year, and uh, they're amazing. They're they're totally fucking awesome. They're super great. Um, I love all the sort of uh, 60s, 70s, psychedelic soul revival kind of stuff that, that people are doing. And these guys obviously do it in their own sort of unique way. Um, basically, uh, Eric Burton is a singer, and uh, he moved to Texas in 2017. Um, he was discovered, basically, or, or sort of connected with this uh, 
uh, Grammy-winning guitarist producer Adrian Quesada, who was trying to form a new group. And um, uh, Eric Burton was busking on 6th Street in Congress in Austin. And um, basically the two got connected through mutual friends and uh, started sort of creating this sort of amazing thing. Um, they got signed to ATO records, which is awesome. Uh, that, that, that record label has, uh, bands like my morning jacket on it and stuff like that. Um, a lot of really cool bands are on that label. So it's, it's pretty cool to see that they're on it as well. It makes sense, uh, given what they're doing. And then, um, they've released several singles over the last two years, I guess now. And, uh, they released their full length, uh, last year in June, last June, uh, called black Pumas. And then they also released a uh, deluxe edition this year. Uh, so the song that I uh, am going to have us listen to today is just the first track off of that, and it's called Black Moon Rising. Enjoy. Excellent.
Yeah, and man. Yeah. yeah, and if you haven't already, uh, definitely check out their their record. Uh, I believe it's self-titled. Yeah, it's just self-titled Black Pumas. Uh, check out their record. It's super-duper dope uh, if you haven't checked it out already. Um, and obviously, hopefully, in this next year, we can get a chance to see them live or something because I haven't seen them live, obviously, uh, since yeah. I sort of got into them yeah. this year. Yeah, they, they were one of the, the last live bands I saw this year, so I'm really right, yeah. at the end of February. Yeah, I just, we saw them three, four times in a short period in just a couple of months. Mm-hmm. And, uh, some band, really good live band, they good tight, good guitar player. The rhythm section is awesome. They are two great. They're a super good band. Go see them, definitely yeah. go see them. Yeah, and I think uh, I think you guys are. Scale to play on the same festival if Boss Pop happens. Uh, they play at the Boss Pop as well. Oh, nice. So oh, sweet. You can see them there. Hell yeah. yeah sweet. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, I, I really like them. Yeah. 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 yeah, they're great. They're super duper cool. Yeah, super good. Like, you get the Motown vibes of kind of lo fi. Like, it's like kind of like an irresistible. It's like, I feel like it you is. can't not like them. I, I just love that bands are are sort of chasing that that sound and incorporating modern technology into it, but still like staying true with that sort of super cool, gritty. Um, it sounds like uh, sounds like an old Cadillac or something like that. Like just like a cool old vintage car yeah. that's been, re, you know, there's actually quite a lot of uh, new artists in that type of uh, mm-hmm. music coming out yes. right now, like younger bands. This is one guy from Nashville that I'm, I'm following. It's called uh, Devin Gilfillian. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Artist. Check him out. Yeah, he's yeah. an album. Uh, Henry, this will interest you. He did the whole What's Going On album from Marvin Gaye. Okay. <clears throat> he re- yeah, he re-recorded that with a, with a bunch of cool people. So check mm-hmm. that out. I think you, you can find it on Spotify, I'm sure. Yep. And uh, this so- guy in England is called uh, Aaron Pat Taylor. Same. Close to nobody knows him, but uh, mm-hmm. he has like... 2000 likes on his Facebook or something, but he's super good, super good artist. Like his nice. new album called uh, Icarus, it's really, really good. Like, there's lots of stuff to discover, lots of good new music. Yes. Departure from all the, the techno and you know, electronic <laughs> music that just makes no sense. And this, uh, yeah. those people make songs again, you know, really songs. Yes, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, so and it, it was funny you brought up Devin uh, Gilfillian because because actually one of my friends from high school was playing keyboards uh, in his band for a long time. Oh wow! So I think he just ended his tenure for for a bigger gig, and then I actually had that guy play keyboards on uh, on a song that I'm going to be putting out sometime next year. Oh, on really about. Yeah, well, well, Steve is also on it as well. I'm, I'm yeah. really excited about it, but uh, but I had. Uh, this friend of mine from high school that uh, has been playing for Devin and, and he actually laid down some keys on, on a song of mine. That, oh, he's uh, incredible, man. The, the, this, the solo that he took on, on your tune is just mind blowing, man. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. So, uh, so I'm really stoked about that, but, but it's funny you bring it up cause there's, there, I've been hearing about him just by watching his stuff on social media. So, and I've checked out a few of his songs and, and he's super duper awesome. So it's, it's funny that, you know that guy too, because I'm like, oh, I know the guy that that plays in that band. Like, I went to high school with him. Yeah, his first album called uh, Unchained. Mm-hmm. Awesome, from start to finish, it's super good album. Nice, he's great. 
Yeah. Seems like a, I guess you know Michael Kiwanuka, like from England. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's, he's great. A, he's, he's a bigger bigger artist already. He's pretty well known all over Europe. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bach Gilfillian is even better than that. I mean, oh, wow. Uh, yeah. Although I, I like Kiwanuka a lot because he's yeah. done some great stuff. But uh, Gilfillian, so he, he's, he's looking for a big, great career, I'm sure. Yeah. And, and I think he, awesome got, he got a Grammy nomination as well. Uh, yes, they would like as well. well yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep, super cool. So, yeah, super cool Good that all music these like, coming back. Yeah, all these all these indie artists that's that are perfect. doing the old school thing are getting this recognition. Yeah. That's at least the, the one. Some good music is coming back, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. At least we could listen to good music. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I feel like there's just yeah. so much more to be released too. Like I feel like people still have stockpiled stuff that they did last year. Like I can't wait to see this year what comes out because everybody had kind of like, you know, I feel like people did releases, but some people also like held off until they can tour again and they're like, here's some new surprising stuff well and they've had time at home to actually get shit done yeah you know it's uh, that's crazy man i know another man right now that's writing some new songs (laughs) yeah really (laughs) who's that i don't know (laughs) (laughs) hint hint nudge nudge wink wink rhymes with parmesan and the wreck yeah yeah yum yeah by the way Again, congratulations on your last album, last album. That's it's been mind-blowingly good. It's so good, all such a good album, guys. Congratulations on that. Thank you. Uh, I can't. Thank you. I've listened to it like a ton of times. Where like everybody loves it. Everybody's talking about it. He's talking about it great in a great way. So it's such a good album. It's such a shame we could not tour on it, but we'll do it next year. Yeah. Or yeah. soon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Next yeah. year or soon. Yes. So yeah, keep it going, guys. I mean, your album is great. And Henry, your, your, you. uh, your solo thing is really cool, man. It's oh, really thank you. Like, retro, I love it. It's awesome. Thanks, man. Thank you. I appreciate that yeah. a lot. We'll have to get you on, on the road as well. Yeah, so. <laughs> we're talking about that, right? <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely, definitely a goal of mine, you know. It's good stuff. Thank you. So yeah, guys, tell us, uh, is there a scoop that we should know of? Or? Um, I think we could sort of talk about some of it. There's not, like, there's only the small group of fans here, but I think the plan for this next release is to do an acoustic record. And that's something we've wanted to do for every bit of band, I think, because we yeah. lean into the... Um, acoustic and not acoustic in the sense of it's going to be Robert and an acoustic guitar. It's all going to be full production and all brand new songs just done in it with an acoustic guitar in the songs. And that's sort of the (laughs) difference. That's what makes it acoustic. Yeah. (laughs) And it it ranges pretty widely, but it's been pretty awesome because we've been doing nothing but writing songs for the past, like three months or something. And we've gotten like much you know, uh, really diligent at like cranking stuff out. So, um, because everything's going on and we didn't want to do a direct follow up to last night on the highway in the middle of COVID, it just didn't seem like the right thing to do if we can't show it to people live yet. Um, yeah. we wanted to do this thing and it's really been really, really cool exploring, uh, 
what that could be for us and just sort of creating with a different palette and not feeling the pressure to like follow up, you know, last light in this direct way. We could just follow it up in a completely different way. And yeah. it's just as good. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know, the uh, songs I mean, are... the, the cool, when, I, when I heard you do an acoustic album, it was like, because uh, I, I thought you were going to like all the old songs acoustically. But then it's but it's new new stuff. So yeah, that's exciting. And uh, I don't want to give away too much, but I just heard a few snippets left and right, and it's absolutely great. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, and it's getting better and better as we're working on. Where I'm like, oh shit, like this is gonna be like cool. You know, it's something to write as a song on an acoustic guitar, and then like be working on it or something. And it's something else that. We've been starting to demo some of these things out, and it's like, oh, yeah, like this is like a rock and roll song, and we're gonna play the electric version of this when we go tour. <laughs> yep. It's not gonna be an yeah. acoustic guitar on it when we play it live, and it's gonna work just yeah. as well as a lot of our other stuff. But um, to do it in a way that's different is fun. It's just a new challenge. I, I see it as sort of taking our, you know, we have our full dynamic range, and we're sort of like kind of honing in on maybe like the lower i don't know 50 60 percent of it and then also filling that space with sort of unique textures and that sort of thing which i'm excited mm. to do yeah, uh, yeah I think my writing yeah. for an acoustic album is probably very challenging because uh on an electric album you can always hide behind the volume a little bit you yeah. know what i mean uh doing it acoustic is so honest you know you hear like everything. Uh, that's that's a big challenge. So I applaud you guys for trying that. It's really cool. It's exciting. It's yeah, definitely we're like a, on it. a new a new foot into a different sort of pond, so to speak. But like not straying away from what we always do. Which again, like how Andrew mentioned, is like you know we come out with a batch of new songs from this album, and then we have these. We have the acoustic version, and we can come out and just knock the shit out of them, playing them live. And there's just such a, you know, a different thing going on, and it's just a cool vibe to to do. And and hopefully, you know, I think if everything keep, goes according to plan, too, we should still be doing a live record um, if we get back on the road. So I mean, 2021 for us, definitely, we are not slowing down. We are full steam ahead i mean obviously dying to get back on the road but um we have a lot of stuff coming down the hopper and uh yeah it's uh it's exciting to you know to jump back on the saddle and really just you know full throttle ahead and yeah give the fans what they want live music more content just whatever we can do to you know well, and it's been really nice too, just getting together every week and and writing for the last three months. Like we've 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 come up with so much, so much stuff over over the last three months, and uh, also our our uh, good good friend Ian Cullen has been uh, writing with us uh, from pretty much the beginning of of this writing process and stuff too. That was a co-writer on Omis Carolina and uh, back in the day on uh, Let Her Go off of Glory Bound and. And um, it's it's been so great just, like, having that, again, going back to the routine thing of, like, we know every Thursday night we're going to be getting together and working on stuff, and whoever can make it safely is going to make it, and we'll put the stuff together. It's been really cool. Yeah, man, it's a, it's a acoustic album with new songs, and then the live album, 
because the live albums should be super exciting because everybody who has seen you guys know that live that's where you are best you know so uh that's something to look forward to like an old school double live album yeah <laughs> yeah it might be yeah. at that point you know we're gonna have so many songs that people are gonna want on that thing or we want on that thing you yeah. know so it's like, do we do this one yeah. or do we do that one? They both fit the same thing. It's like, well, I'll just put it on side B or whatever. Put it on the second disc. <laughs> so many uh, great songs that are became classics, like uh, long songs where there's lots of solos and everybody's showcasing their their instruments. So just a handful of those songs already you have like two sides of an LP already yeah. or more yeah. <laughs> some decisions or make a quadruple live LP or something I don't know yeah. <laughs> triple <laughs> yeah. quintuple the crazier the better why just, not or two live LPs just play for two eight double hours LPs. yeah <laughs> actually uh, yeah, like uh, it brought up two Two live LPs recorded at the same show, but it's just as they play like for four hours. They released, uh, it's called, I think, uh, An Evening with the Album Brothers One, and then An Evening with the Album Brothers Two. I think it's record, so, but they're, they're nice. official records. They're not, they're not bootlegs, they're official records. You should look it up. So yeah. maybe that's something you guys could do. Who knows? We'll have to do that. <clears throat> like double show thing that they used to do where the first two hours is one ticket and the second two hours is another ticket. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we'll play for four hours, but uh, yeah. you got to pay for four hours. No, I'm really excited about that too. And then in the process of writing all these other songs, like we have a lot of songs that uh, on a rock and roll album that are already done. So, you know, um, there's that too, which is there's a lot of stuff that can't go on this acoustic record because it's not going to fit. So it has to go on the record or on another EP that we can release. So we have nothing but stuff mm-hmm. to record next year. And uh, it'll be really cool. We're trying to figure out a lot of stuff for just releasing more, 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 more. If we're going to be home, we're going to be making music. So. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because you guys, you made like five studio albums. Why not? Six? How many? Five or six? Steve? Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Glorybound, Good Life Pie, RJTW, so, uh, the self-titled, Take Me Higher, Last Light. So, yeah, so the five so far. And we got the, so in, the sixth that's in coming five up. five years. That's a minute. Yeah. <laughs> One yeah, a year. Seriously. And that's all because of you, dude. Yeah. I push you guys. I know. I know. It's been amazing. A lot of bands that they make like one record every two, three, four, or more years. You know, like was I mean, back in the seventies and in the eighties, bands were like releasing an album every year and going to for the rest of the year and then do it again. Yeah. And you look at a band like look at a band like Tin Lizzy. I think mm-hmm. they recorded like a one point two studio albums in one year. Mm-hmm. I think. Motor is like uh, I think Ace of Space and another album in the same year. Yeah, like it's crazy. Like that's different times. And now, oh, we don't have the time and blah blah blah. Come on, no, you make you make the time. You just just gotta do it. You just gotta do it. Yeah. And Steve, congratulations with the Toto thing, man. Oh, thanks, man. Thank you. Yeah, the uh, the 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 tours. Assuming everything's gonna work out. 
as scheduled for 2021, and I'm, I'm hoping that everything gets resolved. Uh, I saw a bunch of dates in, uh, in Germany and uh, in Sweden being announced already. Yeah, yeah, so, uh, they, they, they have a bunch of dates already up on, on the site, uh, totoofficial.com. Yeah. Um, so we'll do, if all goes to plan, we'll do Boss Pop with Robert John and the Wreck. And then the next day, I'll just go to Hamburg, and we got a couple of days of rehearsal and making sure everything's up up to uh, snuff. And then we do uh, start on the fifteenth in Bonn. Is it Bonn? Bonn, Bonn, yeah. Bonn I'll, Germany. I'll, I'll yeah. be there. Fuck yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be fun, man. For sure, we totally want to miss that, man. That's yeah, fun. I'll be there for sure. Epic. Very cool. It's going to be good. That's a, that brings me back to an anecdote when you guys played uh, the Hofarn the Winkle Festival last year. Yeah. In 2019. On my last birthday. Year. Yeah, on your yeah. birthday. And you had that hat. You remember that? Yeah, yeah. And I said, the Joe Williams you got hat. Something yeah. going, like, you got like a little Bobby Page thing going. <laughs> And uh, he's like, oh, yeah. And then, like, a few months later, <laughs> you're in total. Like, what what's, what's funny is that I, I almost brought that, I, I, well, I did bring that hat to the Toto gig, but I didn't realize that Joe Williams wears the same type of hat, like, on stage. Like, that's his thing. Like, David Page has always got the, Page has always got the, uh, the, the, the top hat going. But Joe's got, got the, the short hat, and I brought it, and I, I, didn't bring it out of the car because I, <laughs> I was like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna cramp his hat game. <laughs> yeah, you, you can't wear the same hat on stage. You know what I mean? It's like we, I tried it once with a, uh, a, a hat kind of like what Robert wears, and uh, the the iconic See, Robert John hat. Learning all these fashion rules for Toto. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you can wear the you same know, hat if you're in Devo. The funny, the funniest thing about it is that about that gig was that um, I always wear black. Like I always wear black V-necks and you know black jeans or a black jacket, whatever. Like it's always just black on black on black show black. And um, the Toto gig, Andrew and I, after Robert's wedding, went to this Western store up in uh, Folsom, California. <laughs> And I got this shirt, and so I was like, sweet, like, this is going to be my shirt for the Toto gig and stuff. And I show up expecting everybody to, like, have, you know, different shirts on and stuff. Everybody else in the band is wearing black. And I'm the only <laughs> guy <laughs> wearing black. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. All right, well. Hey, that's why you got so much up. camera time. Probably. Probably. <laughs> maybe, maybe so. <laughs> that was hilarious. They had actually something to shoot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Good point. I do love that shirt, though. Uh, and then you guys didn't play it. What the hell? Steve. What? It's your fault. We were waiting for Africa to be played, and then they didn't play it. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, we'll, <laughs> we're like, oh. we'll, we'll, play it, we'll play it live. Uh, oh, of course. There's, uh, yeah, yeah it, it, in front of people... It'll it'll be in there, but um, yeah, there there's yeah, uh, sure. other other stuff going on that yeah, but it was it was fun just getting yeah, to do like all Eagles. those other ones. Yeah, it would be like the Eagles not playing all Hotel California. <laughs> yeah, or bare naked ladies not playing one week. That yeah, would be I mean, really disappointing because they don't have any other good songs. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I mean, and some bands, some like we went to see the Counting Crows a bunch of years ago. 
And they didn't play Mr. Mr. Jones? Mr. Jones, Mr. <laughs> and they didn't play it for that song, their biggest hit, and they didn't play it. <laughs> that's like us not lame. playing Cold Night at a show. It's like you, you yeah, can't, you can't do just, it. You can't not lame. do it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I hate that. You gotta respect happens. your friends, man. Especially when, uh, like, it's I like think Skinner not playing Freebird, you know? Yeah. <laughs> You're like, this is what I came here for. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell my friends I saw this uh, song live. I, I went to see Modest Mouth at the Fillmore in San Francisco, and they didn't play any of their radio hits. And I was like, really? That's all I wanted from you. <laughs> it was a bad show anyways. I- yeah, it's cool that they play new songs. Of course, I love that when like even bigger bands play like a lot of their new songs. That's cool. But you know, gotta play some of the classics. And at least if you have one big classic, you play that one. You know, you cannot not play it. But then you just disappoint your friends. And that's... Everybody's chiming in here in the chats. <laughs> They're like, <laughs> "This is a good conversation topic. I like it." <laughs> uh, my friend talked about going to see Morrissey at the Hollywood Bowl. And uh, he said he showed up for the show. The show was supposed to start at 10. He didn't start till 10.45. And uh, just played a bunch of garbage songs off his new album that nobody knew. And then he said some things like, this is what you guys came here for, isn't it? And then played How Soon Is Now, and the whole audience just erupts. And then that was the (laughs) end of the show. It was only like 45 minutes to an hour long. (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, Rob is like saying, I saw Deep Purple and they didn't play Charlie in Time. But I guess I mean, Ian Gillen cannot sing it anymore. Yeah, that's funny. Rob, I wish can't we wait get to go there. for that barbecue again, man. Damn it! Oh my gosh! Yeah, I we dream about that barbecue. We got we got to do the, uh, the 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 boat burner, man. Like the boat barbecue, and that's the pony that you guys have done before. Oh yeah, yeah. You guys didn't do that, right? I did that with Hogjaw a bunch of times. Yeah, that didn't that that never ended well. <laughs> it did end well, but Van Call comes super way too early the next day. Yeah, with barbecue comes Jack Daniels. <laughs> That's fun. And I do just miss the food in Europe in general. There's something about like. There's something about the quarantine that obviously you have to eat in your area and just being confined to my area. It's just like nothing sounds good anymore. And I guess that's kind of like, you know, I'm grateful that I have places that I can go and get food and that I have money that I can buy food. But like everything in Trader Joe's I've bought so many times (laughs) and sprouts and it's like, you know, going into a grocery store is like, oh, like. I've seen all this stuff. I need something fresh. And it was nice, like, being in a band. You can go on tour and be gone for a couple months and just be exposed to such new styles of cuisine. And and even the same stuff, like Indian food in Estepona is probably the best Indian food I've ever had in my whole entire life. Yeah. And I just miss those those experiences of being on the road as a band and eating and, you know, like the blues moose barbecue. I know Robin. Oh, oh yeah. Dude. Oh my God. Just that was amazing. Food. Like I miss it. <laughs> I had dreams about it. Yeah. That's the only, that's the only reason why I go on the road is for the food. I don't care yeah. about the music. <laughs> well, we, we, we were kind of discussing it uh, a little while ago about like, we, we should really start, taking note of where we stop because some of these little, you know, gas stations and, and, you know, places that you hit along the way, like have some, like such incredible food. 
and like yeah. put out like a uh, you know like weird like travel guide almost of you know places to rock eat and, roll and stuff. Guide, yeah. yeah, the rock, the rock and roll. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know we've, we've had multiple conversations with our friends that are, you know, what's the biggest difference in touring the States and touring Europe? And, like, when you tour the States and you go to a gas station and everyone's hungry, there's going to be a fast food place there that we just have to eat at because it or is you, what it is. Or you, you get know? the corn dogs. Yeah, or you get the corn dogs on yeah. them. But you can, we can go, we go to fat, we go to gas stations like all over France and in Spain, and the food that you get at a gas station is like, better than most things we eat in the States most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's like, it's just a, yeah. food is always Here in so... Spain, a lot of the, the gas stations have like, full-on kitchens, like, yeah, yeah. full-on restaurants. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. And like, you go in there, you eat like a king. It's awesome. Yeah. And it's cheap. It's yeah, like yeah. cheap. <laughs> yeah. It's like, let me get four croquetas for one euro. Brilliant. Now, I know Warren and I all still talk about this one spot we hit uh, driving through the mountains in Spain where there's all the, you know, the olive trees all over the place. And we stopped at this one spot and there were a bunch of trucks everywhere. And just thought it was a regular gas station. We went inside and there was like a full, you know, full bar, like diner style bar. Yeah. People eating these insane meals there. And there was like this meal with like chicken with gravy on it and an egg and French fries and a beer or something for like eight euros or something, <laughs> something like that. And it was amazing. It was insane. Yeah. Sometimes you, you roll in there, you just you just don't want to leave anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, and you start looking forward to the drives. Like you're like, hey, like we've got we've got an eight hour drive tomorrow, but we're stopping at this place. And like on on the second time you go back, you're like, fuck yeah, like that place with the with the eight dollar like beer and like amazing food combo. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. Yes, are we stopping for lunch? Do we have time? Like totally worth it. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. I'm hungry now. Uh, <laughs> I, I just I just postmated like, some nice guys vegan yeah. from. I'm only queso. <laughs> well, the funny. one thing you guys definitely have better than over here is the Mexican food. That's yeah, true. That's that's, that's that's that will be the one. That will be the one thing. Although you guys know it, we've had a couple of good uh, Mexican places here in, in Spain. Yeah. Uh, the one in Pong, uh, the other one in Leon, where we had great meals. Oh yeah. Uh, super. Yeah. Still not like in the states or where it's like the real Mexican stuff, but good enough, good enough, you know. That's because uh, that that little place that's down the street from your house. Uh, uh, what's the name of it again? A little Mexican place. Oh, La Cañada. Yeah, La Cañada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That place that's is awesome. So good. That's yeah, so good. Yeah, I took many. I, I, took I remember going in there once. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, yeah. I walked there and this little lady was working there, so I ordered in Spanish of her. Where are you coming from? Like, I'm from Europe. <laughs> she was so pleased. And she gave me some extras and shit. It was cool. Nice. Is that the place right next to the Wayfair? Yeah. yeah. Yep, right next to the like literally two spaces yeah, yeah. over the Wayfair. Yeah, Lucky yeah, is amazing, man. Yeah, so good. And like getting back to just this having good Mexican food around here, I, uh, there's a there's a spot that uh, there's like a liquor store. There's no restaurants, but these people have been pulling up a trailer, and they've been just doing tacos out of their trailer. And it's like one of those things that if you didn't know the area, you might be like, "That is very sketchy. I don't know if I would trust it." But they are the best taco. It's like you can't you can't get a bad taco. Well, I mean, you can, but well, like it's hard to most, it's hard to fuck up tacos. So 
Yeah, like you could just eat like uh, you know at the cart, the trailer cart, and it's so so good, and you get so much food. It's so cheap. That is the one thing that yeah, we we destroy is that we have good Mexican food. Thank you, Mexico. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. And I guess that's ignorant for it would be like in the United States we have good Mexican food. It's like no, leave the wall open. Yeah, the make, make America Mexico again, right? Yeah. One thing I still haven't found over here is like is the the Spanish style of seafood mm. that we get when we're in Spain. Yeah, and there, there's yeah. places that call themselves like Spanish, you know, restaurants or you know, like we only do tapas. Which over here in the states they don't understand what tapas really is. It's yeah, um, it's it's weird. Like a, bikini bars, those are top list. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Like they they I, I still haven't like I've ordered octopus on a bunch of different menus that claim it's like Spanish style and it's never close to anything like that we have when we when we go to Spain. Yeah. And so that's something that still hasn't been figured out over here. Well and they charge up uh, the ass for it over here too. It's like it it just ends up being so expensive. Like we 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 go out in Estepona and it's like oh like we're gonna get we're gonna get some octopus, we're gonna get these things and it's like, you know, a couple couple bucks a plate. Here it's like, oh, you want like two croquetas for eighteen dollars? Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, no, and they're not even that good. Like, no, fuck you. Just give me the wine tour. I went to a French restaurant that had really good octopus, but it was like a cube of octopus cut into like eight pieces with some olive oil drizzled on it, and it was like thirty dollars. <laughs> and it was actually good. But it was like so expensive that I couldn't enjoy it. Where every bite was just like, was that bite worth a dollar fifty or something like that? <laughs> you know, it's so it's too it's a five dollar bite right there, it. motherfucker. Funny. But that's and, yeah. uh, like yeah, Robert we said, I've gotten it other places where it's just terrible. They they're like, oh, it's just like from Spain, and I'm like, no, it's not. This is garbage. What did you? Where did you? When did you go to Spain? We were there a couple months ago. <laughs> Yeah, I like that you guys enjoyed when we went to uh, La Escolera here. Yeah. Uh, the, oh, yeah. yeah. That's right in the harbor. They bring the fish like from the boats like 10 meters away <laughs> yeah. to the restaurant. It's like <laughs> the fish jumps right into your plate. On the yeah. <laughs> and it's so good and, oh, and cheap. And like, it's awesome. Yeah, the whole setting is just uh, the great. I, I still dream about that meal. Yeah. It's oh, so my God. good. I love when you see him just cooking. Yeah. Jesus. All right, guys, let's go play a show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. oh man. And then uh, we had the Indian food afterwards too. <laughs> we had the Indian food in the, the, the show. I remember the first time I was in oh, Estepona yeah. with you guys. We went there too, but the day we got here, we went to that place on the beach, and we had all those mojitos. Oh and, yeah. Uh, <laughs> And the baby squid stuff. I don't know how much yeah. it was for that. And the, and the sardines? Did they, did they do yeah. over the, the salted sardines and everything? Oh, man. Yeah, that was a good time, too. Oh, man. Damn. Yeah, I mean, I think one of those times we were actually trying to see how many minutes we could actually drink. <laughs> like, I felt like it was a mission. Like, we, it, was, it was like, okay, well, we've had three. Now let's try to get to six each. And then we got to six, and it's like, well, we, we could drink one more. And then it was eight. 
which you know sometimes you have to have those days you know you just hit a beach and you're just like man we should probably eat some food five weeks beforehand <laughs> you're just like let's just go to town yeah that was so fun man yeah, just, that, was, that was good yeah i think the closest cool. thing we can get to a spanish mojito is if we go to andrew's house Yep. Yeah. Definitely. I grew an entire mint plant to uh, do mojitos in the right way. And you have to get the right rum and you have to get the right. It's easy to think that mojitos need a lot of citrus, but they don't. And then I get the brown sugar and make sure it's at the bottom and you have to have the straw. And that's, you know, it's the magic. And it's not the same, but it's close because the mint's like slightly different. I think it's like a different species of mint. I, I'm, I was obsessed with it. I was like, I want to make one of these dumb things. <laughs> so I think well, the uh, thing is, just grow uh, Moroccan mint in my garden. So I'm making with Moroccan mint, and it's pretty good. But then I get them like other mint. I don't know what the name of it is, but it tastes completely different. I mean, it still tastes like mint, of course, but still different enough, you know. It's like a, oh. Refreshing, like different. I like them too sugary. Yeah. I like them quite uh, good, good some lime in there. But uh, yeah, because if you drink them too sugary, they hit you hard, and the next day you don't feel that good. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the Spanish mojitos too, or or uh, it's all about that, uh, like the tiny, tiny ice, like the crushed ice. Yeah. Oh my God! Like it's, yeah, uh, it's like Sonic Ice for all you Americans out there. It's like the ice you get at Sonic. That's that's the only yeah. thing I can think of. But yeah. This podcast yeah, I don't know how it's, it's, it's like sliced ice. It's weird. Yeah. Beautiful. Uh, this podcast has turned into everything we miss about touring. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good. We yeah. get to get it all out. Yeah. Part people. Part thirty-five or however many weeks it's been. Yeah, and I think we talked about like just being in a van for eight hours. Like it's weird, but I miss being on the road. Like I love looking out the window, just like being in a car yeah. for an extended amount of time, which is probably the least favorite part for a lot of people. It's like, oh, I'll leave, I'll even take that right now. Whatever you got to like but, remind me what tour is like. The word, the thing is, like at the end of a tour, or even now. Do you remember any specific parts, like in a van that it was bad? No, you remember no. only the cool stuff. Yeah. So, you know, you drove us eight hours, but you will not remember that two years down the road. You know, you remember the cool show in the evening yeah. or the, the people that you met. You know, that's the experience you remember. So, the driving is just that you need to. You know, that's part of it. You but, know, and that's just uh, a necessity to take you to the other way around it. But yeah. but but the road itself, like Henry and I were talking about it, and I, I think we both got a little teary eyed because we drove up to Robert's wedding <laughs> together, yeah. yeah, which was like an eight hour drive, and we got on the road, and it was just you know, it, uh, I forget the freeway that we were on, but it was like going up through like you know June Lake and Mammoth and stuff, and like just absolutely beautiful, and there was nobody else on the road, and we just like we're listening to music. And I look over at him. He looks at me like we're both like just starting to tear up. Like, dude, yeah. like this is so perfect. It's such a perfect yeah. moment. I miss this. I'm never going to complain yeah. about it ever again. Like, I'm never going to complain about a long drive to a gig. Just ever like, again. like where you can sit and just have music playing and just you're traveling through space and time and yeah. enjoying the beauty of, you know, the world around you. Like in a like macro sense, you know, like yeah. it's, it was incredible, man. 
I can't. I hey, can't wait to go back. Some and... of the brutal, even some of the brutal drives we had ended up being fun. And then when we made it in time, we we're just proud of ourselves. Of yeah, that, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I, you remember that that drive we did? And I asked before I booked the show. I asked you guys if you were okay with it. And I said we had to drive from Venice, yeah, to Barcelona. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like. It's not that it's like an insane distance, but you have to drive the highway super busy, and there's like a million tall boots, and it's like. And uh, you, re- you remember what we almost we had no more gas, and uh, I got to uh, we got to, uh, so we had like no time to lose, and we're like running low. I can't remember the exact detail why I did not have like uh, what happened with the payment, but the, the thing is I could not pay. With cash, we got to do it. You only could pay, and it did not take my credit card if, because in France they have yeah, something yeah. That's called the carte bleue, <laughs> and, it, it, and it, it does not take Visa or Mastercard or whatever. All the the normal you, you only need the like proprietary French, one, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So so I had cash and I had my credit card, but I could not take get the gas, and we were like running super low <laughs> on fuel. And I did not make to make it to another gas station, you know, because we were in the middle of nowhere in France. And there's this one lady that uh, came there and I said, I have money. I'll give you money. Can I use your credit card like to get some gas? And she was like, oh, no, no, freak out. But in the end, she said, okay, a little extra. And then we used her, her credit card to, to fill the van up. And we were on our way to Barcelona. Yeah. We made it right on time. <laughs> That was so nuts. That's I just, crazy. I just remember like waking because I sleep a lot in the van, and uh, so I just remember waking up and it was like, oh, like the French Riviera. Oh, like you know, this is beautiful mountain pass. Oh, like every every you know little bit, I'd like nod off and wake up and it's this other just completely incredible like cliffside, almost like uh, Highway One California Drive. You know, but with the Mediterranean instead of the Pacific, it was absolutely insane, dude. Yeah. So beautiful. There is the one drive to um, before that. Yeah. Because so there's only one time we played in Italy, and that was it. And before that, we were coming from like Slovakia or. Uh, yeah, from Bratislava. Yeah. 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 And so yeah, that we were, drive we was all excited. Very long. Yeah, it was a beautiful drive because you drive through the, the Austrian Alps. It's yeah, beautiful. yeah. And we're all excited because I've never been to Venice to visit, and you guys neither. So uh, we're all excited that oh, we have a day off tomorrow, so we'll just go to Venice. Well, we had like the one an afternoon basically, and we got there. It was like raining like crazy, and we go because it was raining too much. So that was a bit of a bummer. And then the next day we play at festival in Italy. And in early in the morning, we left for Barcelona. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah, that was great. That was, that was a, a weird drive. drive. I remember getting that, never forget. getting that pizza there, though, where we where we had to walk. It was probably like like a like couple kilometers to go to this pizza place. Where was that? After, after the festival, like outside of Venice. And we went to that, like, that, oh, that yeah. pizza spot. Oh, my God, dude. War, this, was, this was back in the Chris and Dave days. And uh, Warren, man, like if if we go back and play that festival again, like this this pizza, like knocked my fucking socks off, man. It was an incredible. 
I would hope so in Italy. Yeah. And you're just walking through the Italian countryside, like on a kind of road and like farmland and stuff. Just beautiful. <laughs> yeah, we're really outside of Venice, like about yeah. 40 kilometers outside of Venice. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. And we were the only people in that hotel as well. I remember. Well. Uh, that was fun. You know, we miss a lot of those good times. Uh, we can't wait to get back on the road with you and yeah. um, just back on the road in general. Yeah, We had a big uh, 2020 yeah. plan, and it's a bummer that it got canceled, but obviously, you know, people are dealing with much worse right now, so it uh, just is what yeah, it is. Hope, hope, hopefully the, the one next year happens, because that's the, the biggest tour that I have done and the biggest tour that you will have done. It's like a 63 shows on one tour. Yeah. That's big. We gotta do that. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm begging, yeah. please. Yeah, me too. Can't man. wait. I hope so. Damn it. So we'll see if it happens. Yeah. Uh, for a bunch of our European listeners now, we do things for podcast listeners where there's a coupon code at our store called POD15. So if you have any last-minute Christmas shopping to do, uh, use that code POD15 to get 15% off of anything in the store. And then a lot of our T-shirts ship from the EU. So if you're worried about those big shipping charges, check out a T-shirt. And I think there's flat-rate shipping for a lot of the T-shirts. What else do we have coming up here? Uh, We just released uh, like over 25 minutes of live Robert John footage on our um, YouTube page. So if you guys are missing seeing us live, there are some high quality video and audio versions of uh, Witchcraft, Old Friend, and Cold Night. Um, And uh, there are live versions. So, you know, I I think Cold Night is like 12 minutes and, uh, you know, it has all the glory of all the soloing and fun stuff that we do live and it was captured video captured well and audio mixed very well by our friends at uh, dje studios so uh check out our youtube page for uh live robert john and the wreck footage um if you're not uh subscribed to our email list you can find that on our website www.robertjohnandtherec.com we do lots of more additional content, more discounts. It's just another yeah. great way to stay in, in touch with us. So email list, YouTube, store. We got a lot of stuff going on. And then, and then really, again, we say this almost every podcast, but we mean it. Thank you guys for all the support during all this. Because, yes. Jesus, we still had the best release we've ever had in our lives, even though we didn't play any shows. And that's right. all because yes. of you guys. So thank you guys all so thank much. Thank you. Yeah. Especially that small team of people, you know, that just knows us and really supports us. That helps way more than you think. That little core audience just pushes everything up so much higher. And every time you tell someone about us, every time you tell someone to listen to the record, every time you tell someone to, you know, uh, go to a record store or buy our stuff, it helps us make more music. So we're super, super grateful for that. Yeah. And we're super, super grateful for yeah, people like Danny. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, well, while we're at the, the, the end of 2020, uh, we assembled a great team for Robert John Direct this year, and uh, it will be cool to thank them all. To start with John Hampton, great guy, and uh, he's been a big help in lots of things. Yep. Some great talks yeah. with him about about the band. Uh, 
Peter Noble in England, the great. Yeah. Yep. Uh, the Continental in Holland, Hurt. Mm -hmm. yep. No. Thank you. We have such a great team. If like this year, all the plans aligned for this to be like a super success. Then COVID hits and we could not tour and oh god. So like for once we have we did everything right, you know, and uh, <laughs> and it just fucking misfired. Because yeah. <laughs> I mean, pe people think that maybe it's all easy, you know. You make a record and you tour, but just. Uh, comes looking into a project like this, like all the, the press that you need to take care of, you need to choose the, the right people to work with, you know, it's uh, your distribution of your records, I mean, you, know, you know, you know all this, right so we finally have like this great team assembled, yeah, but we laid down the, the basis of this, so hopefully we can work. Yeah. Like one step further from, from that, so, when and I'm sure you guys will, because... Uh, with, the, with the, the plans that you have, the, the new records coming out and all that, you know, we will, I'm sure that next year. Ready to get yeah. back to work, man. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be great. Yeah. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to get back to work that we've sort of, you know, refigured out what we're doing here. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, touring or not, we're going to make a lot of new music next yeah. year. So, yeah, exactly. Um, be on the lookout for that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And thank you again, Manny, for uh, yeah, yeah, this yeah, yeah, man. And, thank you so much. Uh, thank you to everyone tuning in for There's too many yeah. people to mention. But, uh, yeah, yeah. To mention because it's just impossible. I don't want to start naming some people because then <laughs> I might forget. There's like <laughs> hundreds of people. Yeah. They're like yeah, in the chat. Hundreds of people out there that yeah. we miss. Yeah, and it's it's you know. We, it's, like, it's like one big family, you know. And it, it it is a global oh, yeah. community, man. Like we, you know, there there's there's hundreds and hundreds of people from the from the show promoters to the to the venue venue owners to the to us to the fans yeah. to everybody. Like even, it doesn't work without everybody. At hotels, <laughs> yeah, people working stuff like yeah, like it's crazy. You know, so many people around. It's like. It's it's hard to to miss them, to, to have to miss them, you know. It's because uh, it, it's such a part of your life. You, we took it for granted for such a long time. You yeah, know? you know, you you know, you go on tour and that's it. <laughs> oh no, you can't. You know, it's, it's insane. Yeah. So yeah, we miss we miss everybody there. I mean, I know I I for sure miss a lot of people. I miss every part of them. Same promoters. Yeah. Promoters that I worked with for 20, 25 years and have become really good friends, you know, and uh, I miss them doing right. Uh, and, we'll, and we'll be yeah, back we'll as soon again. as as soon as it's safe to do so. For sure, I can't wait, man. Yeah. Um, well, we. Yeah. Check check we, the uh, link for uh, we, we we've got an, uh, Henry's going to preface uh, the next tune we're going to play to close us out tonight, but uh, check all the links in the descriptions. Um, also, I'm going to include here in the comments while we're listening to this tune, and for all you podcast listeners on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, there will be a link in the description for uh, all of the amazing bands on Manny's roster, Teenage Head Music's roster. Um, go check them out. Check out more songs that you're going to fall in love with and, and bands that you're going to fall in love with. And Thank you guys so much for, for everything, especially in this crazy year. And uh, be good to each other. And Henry's got another tune that we're going to yeah. play out on. So, yeah. So uh, 
with uh, with the holiday coming up, uh, I thought it, it, it was appropriate to play this, and uh, I thought it was really cool that it's still by our same artist, and uh, they came up with this tune about a month ago, um, and, and I was like, this is probably the coolest Christmas song I've ever heard. Uh, it's called Christmas Will Really Be Christmas by the Black Pumas, so just want to wish everybody out there a happy and safe holiday season, however you're going to celebrate. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much for all the support. Have a good one. See ya. See you, everybody. See you, Manny. Thanks for tuning in. Bye, Manny. Guys, great to see you guys.